Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to my podcast, the Ryan Tony Blogs podcast. I'm still new at this, but it's uh, it's still a lot of fun. Well, today is January 16th, and everyone is asking me two questions. And the first question that I want to address is, um, everyone asks me, so how's your uh, New Year's resolution going? Well, my New Year's resolution has been the same resolution since 2015, and that is to reach... 154 pounds. Have I reached my goal? Hell no. Um, but it's it's still it's still a goal. Um, but I just had some thoughts on New Year's resolutions. I think that New Year's is the worst time to make a resolution. Hear me out. We just had Thanksgiving. I don't know about you, but I gained like five, six pounds. Maybe I'm being you know modest. Maybe I gained a little, a little more than you know, just six pounds. But we had Thanksgiving. After that, we had what do we have? We had um, Christmas. I gained another few pounds. And then uh, New Year's, New Year's Eve, ate a bunch, had some alcohol. You know, not the best time to really make a resolution. And and now you know, it's too cold. I, I I'm not gonna go to the gym right now. I'm not gonna go running. It's, it's cold out there, man. I want to stay warm and in bed and cozy and you know have some hot chocolate and you know every time I think, oh, I'll, I'll go to the gym, you know, that's it's my resolution. You know, I I look outside and I think, damn, it's, it's pretty pretty cold out there. <laughs> so I, I get back in bed. <laughs> so I think uh, New Year's is the worst time to uh, make a resolution. The best time. In my opinion, this is like an enlightenment that I just got. I think the best time to make a resolution is during Lent. You know, you're eating less, less alcohol. You're abstaining from whatever it is that your, you know, your goal is to abstain from for uh, for Lent. And at the end of Lent, you know, you have Easter. You know, the day where Christ rises. So I think that uh, Lent would be a a better time, you know, at least a more sober time and less food temptations. So you can really, you know, um, take that time to uh, crack down on whatever pleasures you have. And, you know, on Easter Sunday, you can uh, rise up. So anyways, that's just my thought of the day. And the second question, this, this is uh, more serious here. People ask me after my last podcast, uh, they asked me, what's your, uh, what's your favorite Hot Pocket? And I just wanted to um, answer that. So there's no uh, rumors, no uh, gossip. Um, I want to set the record straight. It's pepperoni. Anything besides pepperoni, you know, no thanks. But what I can say now is that my hot pocket days, those are all in the past. Now I'm a I'm a nacho man. I uh, I've moved on. I've <laughs> I've gone to bigger, you know, better things. Well, let me tell you, it's never easy, you know, um, trying to find a rhythm in podcasting. So, you know, talking about nachos, talking about New Year's resolutions. You know, I'm trying to you know calm my nerves because. I talk about some serious stuff. 
And in my last podcast, and I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or on my Facebook, but I was talking about how um, in the religious life, how there were some bad people, really bad people there who really took advantage, really abused. And yes, I did time in solitary confinement. I think all together in my time in isolation, solitary confinement, and on, you know, silence, I think that was a total of a year and a half. You know, beatings, that's another story, um, but those things did happen. And these are true stories, and I'm not making them up. And uh, there are so many other victims. And I want to set the record straight on this, that in the religious life, there was a good and there was a real bad presence there. There was there was like two groups within this one community. And there was this one group that wanted to, you know, lift you up, wanted to uh, bring you closer to God, wanted to bring the best out of you in a, in a good way. I mean, not always, you know, we're, we're humans, they're humans, but you know, I, I would see from this side, this one side, you know, more, uh, proper Christian behavior. And then there's this other group within this one group, which was more like a cult where it's, you know, beatings, slappings, um, solitary confinements, no food, um, and vile, vile things that were done. Um, and I don't want to get into all the stories because it's it's very hard to talk about that. But I'll tell you this, you know, now that I'm out and now that I'm not in, now that I can see the group from from the distance, I really see that there were like forces of good and evil going on in there. And to those who who mess with me, you know, I, I laugh now because I'm thinking, like, do they do they wanna you know, torment me? Like, did they find pleasure in, uh, you know, dividing me from my family? I don't know if they did, but if they did, I forgive them. I pray for them. I pity them. And the good thing now is that most of those people are, I think, out of them, they separated and made their own group. And so for me, like, if they want to be a cult, go ahead be a cult but i look back and i have pride in what i did as a religious brother trying to serve the lord i went in there not to be a cult follower i went in there to serve the lord to serve the church to be a missionary and that's what i did and some of them they abused that that gift that i gave i gave my life i gave my service and instead of uh, treating uh, people with respect, these cultish people, they really abused it. They really, you know, separated families from each other. And they really humiliated. And I'll, I'll get more into details regarding those abuses. But today, I wanted to uh, to talk about my story of surviving Santo Ang. Um, hell before i arrived in santo angel it's a small town in the philippines in uh, laguna i think it's laguna santa cruz santo angel around there 
anyways, I remember people would um, give it the nickname Santo Angel because they would say how how much it sucked there. No offense. I mean, it's a beautiful town. <laughs> but the household where, where the mission house was, where the brothers were, it was so small. And inside it was like 110 degrees every day. A small place. And that is one of the best memories I have. Because so many of those bad superiors were already, you know, talking shit. Oh, yeah, you guys aren't going to survive. It wasn't going to be bad. And, you know, it was the best year that I had because the superior I had wasn't one of those cult weirdos. He wasn't one of those brainwashers. He was more of a proper religious. He's not perfect, but, hey, he did his job. That was, like, the first time that I was allowed to read books again. We had an air conditioner <laughs> for, for the chapel. And we'd be able to pray, you know, freely. And uh, I remember we'd we'd go out in the streets and, you know, we'd talk to people. We'd talk to the neighbors and, you know, we'd eat with the neighbors. And that was my first, you know, missionary experience. And, and I loved it. And I, I was thinking to myself, hey, this is what I signed up for. I signed up for this, you know, for the prayer life, for the um, the missionary life. And then the brotherhood was just so beautiful. Like we'd, we'd pray together and... And when someone was sleepy, I remember they would, you know, wake you up nicely or, the, you know, another brother would come and he'd be like, hey, look, I, I made you some coffee. And in other communities, when I would be with those psycho superiors, you know, if you're sleepy, you know, you get slapped and beaten up and humiliated. And here it's like, oh, you're, you're sleepy? Oh, okay, uh, come on, uh, I got some uh, coffee for you. All right, you know, hey, that's... It's pretty good, you know, some nice, nice coffee. Then, you know, they gave me some nice snacks. And, and that was good. You know, I, I like that brotherhood. You know, I I left my family. I left my homeland, all my friends. I left my dreams of, you know, going to certain schools and getting certain educations. I left those dreams and I joined the religious life. But when I look back, at the awesome brothers that I had and the good superiors that I had. It's like, it, it's, all, it's, it's worth it. You know, I, I had hard times, but man, those experiences, I'll never forget them. Those good experiences, they're more powerful than all the beatings, than all the uh, isolation that I got. They're more powerful than all the humiliations I got because they lifted me up. And I remember this this one brother. Uh, I'm going to give him a shout out. He probably don't even <laughs> listen to this. His name is Jeremy. I remember I was knocked out. And um, actually, this, this wasn't in Santo Angel, but we were at another at another community. And I remember he was like, you know, waking me up. He's like, hey, uh, you know, you, you can do this. You know, hey, you, you can... Uh, uh, you can do it, man. Like he was very supportive and, you know, coming from missionary life, you know, doing missions in Manila and in Laguna. I was used to just being humiliated. And this guy, like, just, you know, lifted me up. And, you know, I'll, I'll never forget that, you know, that that lifting, lifting up of your brothers. 
And that's what I want to focus on in this podcast is the lifting up. Because there's there's that there's a divide, you know, there's that one group that just brought us down. And like I said in the last the last podcast, they gave me a big ass fuck you. And it sucked. But then I look at the other side and there are these brothers and sisters who are like, hey, dude, we're praying for you. Hey, like you need you need anything, we got your back. And that's what gives me uh warm, joyful memories of my religious life. So I know in my last podcast, I was talking about how before I left my family to join the the religious life, I was so happy and so thrilled. And when I came back, I was all I was all messed up and depressed and I was all PTSD. But I think something that has helped me, you know, survive and get through it was remembering the good that that had happened you know the good brothers that i was around the good priests the good people in the the towns and you know serving them and them serving us and that brings me peace that my whole my whole time there wasn't a waste and again to those cult members who try to mess me up and try to um make me hate myself, which they did. They did a good job at, you know, manipulating me and gaslighting me and making me feel that that God hated me. I pity you guys. I pray for y'all, and I don't hate you. But, hey, I think you and your followers, whoever's still following you, I pray you get the help you need, uh, the therapy you need, because I think that you are very hurt. And the thing that sickens me is how you guys run for the money so so quickly that you uh, abandon the rest of the good members. You know, like someone like me and other members who I can't, you know, mention their names. But uh, we give our lives to serve Christ, to serve the church. And instead of um, you fulfilling your duties, your responsibilities as superiors, what did you do? You uh, chase the money. You um, you would travel in a heartbeat to see a benefactor to um beg for money but you won't beg for forgiveness or you won't say sorry to those whom you've hurt and so i i pity you guys the cult ones and i wanted to raise up those good members in the community even though we were in shitty situations at times and we would be getting you know weird obediences by other superiors you know there were some good members there who really kept the faith who kept uh good christian morals who weren't abusive who weren't disgusting and who most of all had respect and i wanted to give a huge shout out right now to father david villiamore because he was my superior when i was in uh, santo angel and he made it the best year or maybe one of the best, top top three best years of my life there in the religious life was when I was there. Because we were all going through our trials. We were all studying, trying to study philosophy during missionary work. But hey, he would make time for us to pray. He would make time for us to study. He would make time for us to read, to uh, have fun, also to be serious. And as I said, it wasn't perfect, but hey, he did a damn good job at um, 
at working on it. And I applaud him and I applaud the Obdi Apostles of the Two Hearts. I'm proud that I was a, a member. And um, I wanted to thank you all for, for listening to this. And if you're an ex-member and you're you know still also going through perhaps depression or you feel all oh, my time there was wasted, try to think of the good times. Try to think of good things that you did. And if you're having a hard time forgiving yourself, because they the bad ones, like I was saying earlier, they really implanted this thought that you're you are evil, that we are evil, that we are cursed. And that is not what God is about. God is about lifting us up. God is about, you know, blessing, forgiving, loving, and bringing hope. And that's what I hope people get from this podcast, hope. So please, if you're having a hard time, if you're going through depression or whatever it is, PTSD, please don't be afraid to ask for help, to ask for uh, counseling or to reach out to me or to uh, maybe another good friend that you have. There are so many people out there who are willing uh, to listen and you know, to pray with you and wh- whatever. I mean, I know it's not an easy, it's not an easy journey, but I don't think hiding it and, you know, keeping anger uh, bottled up. I don't think it's, it wasn't a good solution for me. I mean, it almost got me suicidal. So um, I'm glad that I reached out for help and I'm glad that there were members in the community who would always check up on me. So so thank you very very much, uh, Father David, uh, Father Matthias, uh, also some of the the sisters who were really good, always reaching out to me. You know, uh, you made my my sufferings my sufferings there. I mean, that sucked, but you guys really lifted me up, and um, I wanted to thank you, and uh, thank you for listening to my podcast, and I'll talk to you soon. God bless.